Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include an inverted yield curve, a CFPB power grab, and what to look forward to in the bond market this week. Thanks to this week's podcast sponsor, Ice Mortgage Technology. Ice Mortgage Technology combines technology, data, and expertise to help automate the mortgage process from consumer engagement through loan registration and every step and task in between. Ice Mortgage Technology is the leading cloud-based loan origination platform provider for the mortgage industry with solutions that enable lenders to originate more loans, lower origination costs, and reduce the time to close, all while ensuring high levels of compliance, quality, and efficiency. Today, for yield curve fans, the 3, 5, and 7-year treasury yields are all above the 10-year yield. But yesterday was the spring equinox, aka vernal equinox, above the equator. The technical description of this event is beyond the scope of this commentary, but suffice it to say, we continue to have more sunlight in the northern hemisphere. What's the chatter in the mortgage industry as we head towards summer? Even though volumes were up for many lenders, by the time 2021 was tallied, profits were down mostly due to margin compression, which accelerated in the second half of 2021 becoming even more acute in the first quarter of this year as lenders who were fully staffed reduced margins to keep loans coming in the door and their staff occupied. Some of the talk is about how banks, with increased deposits in 2020 and 2021 from increased savings, need to put money to work and are pricing to bring in business, especially jumbo, and replace any servicing runoff. Stop me if you've heard that before. And so the cycle continues. On March 16th, CFPB announced it was targeting unfair discrimination in finance by making changes to its supervisory procedures to include examining companies for discriminatory conduct could constitute unfair practices in violation of the Dodd-Frank Act. In other words, when CFPB examines a company for unfair, deceptive, or abusive acts or practices, UDAAP, CFPB is telling the examiners to also assess discrimination regardless of whether that product or service is subject to the Equal Credit Opportunity Act, or ECOA. Fair lending laws only apply to credit products. In particular, CFPB's announcement noted, a discriminatory act or practice is not shielded from the possibility of being unfair, deceptive, or abusive, even when fair lending laws do not apply to the conduct. For example, not allowing African-American consumers to open deposit accounts, or subjecting African-American consumers to different requirements to open deposit accounts may be an unfair practice even in those instances when ECOA does not apply to this type of transaction. Of course, tongues are wagging at a lot of big consumer finance law firms on this development. Attorney and mortgage muser Brian Levy had this to say, quote, The CFPB isn't really creating any new prohibition with this announcement because it has been illegal to discriminate against consumers based on race since the Civil Rights Act was passed. What is really happening is that CFPB is telling its examiners to treat illegal discrimination as also being a UDAAP violation. That brings into play massive additional penalties under the Dodd-Frank Act. CFPB believes that it can use disparate impact analysis to prove illegal discrimination to bootstrap a UDAAP violation even where ECOA laws don't apply. In addition to the usual validity arguments about disparate impact, however, CFPB may face a few other challenges in expanding the scope of its UAAP authority in this manner. First, outside of the mortgage industry, which has hummed data to analyze lending patterns, there is no way to accurately track and analyze racial or other consumer characteristics that might demonstrate illegal discrimination. 
This issue was highlighted about a decade ago in auto lending litigation, where surnames and zip codes were used as proxies for racial data that turned out to be highly questionable. Second, if CFPB seeks UDAAP enforcement actions for discriminatory conduct, it may also face challenges under the Administrative Procedures Act to the manner in which it declared illegal discrimination is also a UDAAP violation without having notice and comment rulemaking. End quote. The main economic headline last week was the beginning of the Fed's monetary tightening cycle. Price stability has finally taken center stage at the Fed, with inflation at 40-year highs, and disruptions to supply chains caused by Russia's war in Ukraine, as well as other COVID-related lockdowns in China. Inflation has neutralized much of the income gains households have won over the last year. Retail sales increased 0.3% in February. However, since they are reported nominally, the gains are heavily influenced by rising prices. Industrial production saw a 0.5% increase, as some manufacturers saw some supply chain relief that allowed a catch-up on back orders. Meanwhile, housing starts were at their highest pace since 2006, a 1.77 million unit pace. Rising home prices continue to weigh on buyers' minds, and existing home sales slid 7.2% in February to an adjusted annual pace of 6 million, as extraordinarily low supply left some on the sideline. The median home price of an existing home has risen nearly every month over the last 10 years and currently stands at $357,300. Buyers are faced with both rising mortgage rates and sustained price increases. Monthly housing payments have risen by 28% from one year ago. This week's economic calendar includes many Fed speakers following last week's Fed events, including Chair Powell today. Economic data is not expected to be very market-moving, with the highlights including regional Fed surveys, new home sales, durable goods, and market PMI flashes. Today's calendar is already underway with the Chicago Fed National Activity Index for February, down 0.08 to plus 0.51, as if that matters. We begin the week with agency MBS prices worse nearly a quarter, and the tenure yielding 2.23 after closing Friday at 2.15%, on thinking that the Federal Reserve will step up its aggressiveness as 2022 rolls on. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. At the doctor's waiting room, a man was sitting opposite a mother and her little daughter. He asked the little girl, Hi there, how old are you? The little girl showed him four fingers to indicate she is four years old. The man says, That is nice, but can't you talk? The little girl replies, Yes, I can, but can't you count? (laughs) Thanks again to Ice Mortgage Technology the leading cloud-based loan origination platform provider for the mortgage industry, with solutions that enable lenders to originate more loans, lower origination costs, and reduce the time to close, all while ensuring high levels of compliance, quality, and efficiency. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.